Okay, hi everyone. For anyone coming in now to listen in about chapter two, I just want to repeat, repeat about the preface slash prologue or afterwards slash epilogue will be listed about what all that's about for the before and after, before the main content. Refer back to chapter, the beginning of chapter one for that, as that's, I'm only saying those, what are they all, what that all is in that first episode. So now with that said, for people wanting to learn and let's get deep, entertainment and fun, singing and movies another day, let us get right back now starting with chapter two of Ethics of the Fathers. So here we go, chapter two. Rabbi Judah Hanese would say, which is the right path for man to choose for himself. Whatever is harmonious for the one who does it and harmonious for mankind. Okay. Harmonious ways sound good to go. Okay. Continuing, he says, be as careful with a minor mitzvah commandment as with a major one, for you do not know the rewards of the mitzvot. The commandments. Consider the cost of a mitzvah against its rewards and the rewards of a transgress- transgression against its cost. I don't know what all that means, but okay. But the third paragraph of this, of, of 1.1 with Judah Hanese, this, this I can get into a little bit, okay? Contemplate three things and you will not come to the hands of transgression, you know, sin, transgression. Know what is above, know what is above, what is above from you? A seeing eye, a listening ear, and all of your deeds being inscribed in a book. Okay, I get the third paragraph. Point two. Rabban, Rabban Gabriel, the son of Rabbi Judah Hanese, would say, Beautiful is the study of Torah with the way of the world. For the toil of both, for the toil of them both causes sin to be forgotten. Ultimately, all Torah study that is not accompanied, accompanied with work is des- destined to cease and to cause sin. So that's basically saying not to just study Torah all the time. You still have to do some form of working. Or else the Torah part doesn't mean much. Okay, that's basically what that's saying. So basically having a job or work of some kind. And then also it says, Those who work for the community should should do so for the sake of heaven, for then merit of their ancestors shall aid them, and their righteousness shall endure forever. And say, says God, I shall credit you with great reward as you have achieved it. Here we go with the government again. Okay, point three. Here we go. Point three of chapter two. Be careful with the government, for they befriend a person only for their own needs. They be, they appear to be friends when it is beneficial to them, but they do not stand by a person at the time is just of his distress. Biden! Biden, Kamala! Oh, excuse me. No, but it goes for the other side too. Uh, I really don't trust either party and just stay out of being your government whatsoever. But anyway, point four. He should also say, yeah, by not, by not by the person at the time of his distress. Okay. Point four. He would also say, make that his will should be your will. 
so that he should make your will as it will be his will. Nullify your will before his, so that he should nullify the will of others before your will. Hillel would say, Hillel would say, do not separate yourself from the community. Do not believe in your, do not believe in yourself until the day you die. All right, we're getting, we're getting deep here. Do not judge your fellow until you have stood into his place. Do not say something that is not readily understood in the belief that it will be ultimately be understood. Or do not say something that ought to be heard, even in the strictest confidence, for ultimately it will be heard. And do not, and do not say, when I am free from myself, from my concerns, I will study. For perhaps you will never free yourself. Okay. Let's go through some of these lines here on four. Do not separate yourself from the community. To me, I, to me, to make that on a more modern term, I make I take that to mean uh, to be close to point eighteen number law eighteen of the forty eight laws of power to not be on an island cave by yourself away from all that's going on. You should be clo- close to the community uh, to know what's going on with your community. Okay, fine. Okay, next line. Do not believe in yourself until the day you die. Okay, well, today, to this I mean, don't think you're so sure of yourself about anything, because there's always learning every day of your life. You learn until the day you die. Do not believe in yourself until the day you die, because you're always discovering something. You should learn, you should at least have learn, learning one thing each day, I take that to mean. You don't really know anything. Every, no, not even anyone knows anything fully. That's what I take that line to mean, at least to me. Next it says, Do not judge your fellow until you have stood in his place. So basically, don't judge other other guys, other people. You don't know what it's like for him. I don't know what to say about the belief of not being understood, all that, or confident. I'm not sure about those parts. But the last part it says, and do not say when I am free for myself of concerns I will study for for perhaps you will never free yourself for the time for study. Well, that basically means make time for what you want to make time for. All right, number five. Point five of chapter two. Ethics of the Fathers, chapter two, point five. He would also say a boar cannot be sin-fearing, an ignoramus cannot be pious, a bashful one cannot learn, a short-tempered person cannot teach, I'm pretty short-tempered, so I guess I can't teach. Nor does anyone who does much business grow wise. I'm trying the best with the business, hey. In a bit, in a place where there are no men, strive to be a man. Okay. Oh, and that's all five. All right, now, point six. He who's... He who... He who also saw a skull floating upon the water said to... Said he to it... Said he to it... Because you drowned others, you were drowned, and those who drowned you will themselves be drowned. Okay, I don't know what six is talking about, so let's just jump to seven. He would also say, one who increases flesh increases worms, one who increases possessions increases worry. That's short, that's for sure. When the more possessions you have, the more you worry. Don't need all the worry, so have less possessions. One who increases wives increases witchcraft. Hey, it's even hard to even have one wife these days, right? 
Oy vey. Uh, one who increases male servants increases pro- promiscuity. One who increases manservants in- increases thievery. One who increases Torah increases life. Okay, now it's getting more positive. One who increases Torah increases life. One who increases study increases wisdom. One who increases counsel increases understanding. One who increases charity increases peace. One who acquires a good name acquired for it himself. I want one who acquires a good name acquired for himself. One who acquires the words of Torah, the acquired life has in the, the acquired life in the world to come. Okay. Wow, seven was deep. Number eight. Point eight. Point eight of chapter two. Uh, Ethics of the Fathers. Point eight. Rabban Yochanan, the son of Zakkai, received the tradition from Hillel and Shammai. He would say. If you have learned much Torah, do not take credit for yourself, for it is for this that you have been formed. Basically, that's saying we're we're meant to study Torah and don't credit don't take, take credit for studying Torah because that is what we were meant to do to be to have done. Number nine, Rabbi Yochanan, the son of Zakkai, has five principles. Rabbi Elizar, the son of her, these names. All right, I'm going to not say all the name lineage. I'm just going to say, okay, it says, he would recount their praises. Rabbi Elizar, the son of, Elizar is a cinnamon cistern that loses not a drop. Rabbi Joshua, the son, son of Hakanan, fortunate is she who gave birth to him. Rabbi Yochai, the Kohen, a chassid, a pious one. Rabbi Shimon, the son of Nachir, fear sin. Rabbi Elazar ben Arach is of an everlasting wellspring. Alright, hold on. There's more of nine. Second paragraph. Let's see. Rabbi Yochanan used to say, If all the sages of Israel were, were to be in one cup of a balanced scale, and Elazar, the son of Herkais, were the other, he would outweigh them all. Okay, what? I don't know what this is about. I'm going to skip nine and go into ten, because I don't know what nine's talking about. All right, number 10, point 10, point 10 of chapter 2. Rabbi Yochanan said to them, Go and see which is the best trait for a person to acquire. Said Rabbi Elazar, a good eye. Said Rabbi Joshua, a good friend. Said Rabbi Yasai, a good neighbor. Said Rabbi Shimon, to see what is born of one's actions. Said Rabbi Elazar, a good heart. And said he to them, I prefer the words of Elazar, the son of Arach, to yours, for his words include all of yours. Okay. He said to them, Go and see which is the worst trait, the one that a person should distance himself from. Said Rabbi, said Rabbi Elazar, an evil eye. Said Rabbi Joshua, an evil friend. Said Rabbi Yosai, an evil neighbor. Said Rabbi Shimon, to borrow and not to repay. For those who borrow from man as to, from, who borrows from man as to borrows from Almighty as it is stated. The wicked man borrows and does not repay, but the righteous one be benevolent and get, be one is benevolent and gives. Rabbi Elazar, an evil heart. And he said to them, I prefer the word of Elazar. The son of Arach to yours, for his words include all of yours. They would each say, they would, they would each say these, they would say, they would, they would each say three things. All right. All right, let's see. Okay. Rabbi Elazar would say, the honor of your fellow should be as precious for you as your own, and do not be easy to anger. Repent one day before your death. Okay. 
Warm yourself by the fire of the sages, and beware lest you be burned by the elbers for their bite. Okay, I'm going to skip all those parts there. Well, we may get into repenting before your death uh, in some way in the future. But okay, let's go jump into point 11 of chapter 2. Rabbi Joshua would say, An evil eye, the evil inclination... And the hatred of one's fellows drive a person from this world. So it's, okay, I don't know what they mean by an evil and eye exactly, an evil eye part, but an evil inclination, evil intention, inclination, and hatred of one's fellows, that second and third one, evil inclination and the hatred of one's fellows takes a person out of, from this world. That, I think those are pretty self-explanatory on points two and three of 11. Okay, the 12. Rabbi Yossi would say, The property of your fellow should be as precious to you as your own. Perfect yourself in the study of Torah, for it is not an inheritance to you. All of your deeds should be the for the sake of heaven. Okay? 13. Rabbi Shimon would say, Be meticulous with the reading of the Shema and with prayer. When you, when you pray, do not make your prayers routine. For an entreaty of mercy and a supplication before the Almighty, as it is stated, for he is Bevelant and merciful, slow to anger, and abundant in loving kindness, and relenting of the evil decree. And do not be wicked in your own eyes. Okay? 14. Rabbi Elazar would say, Be diligent in the study of Torah. Know what to answer a heretic, and know before whom you toil. And who is your employer for who repay you in the reward of your labors. Okay, I don't know what that's really talking about with 14. So let's just jump to 15 now. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. Hold on. Okay, point 15. Rabbi Torfon would say, The day is short, the work is much, the workers are lazy, the reward is great, and the master is pressing. Okay? There's one more point 16 before I think there's an asterisk to go over. Point 16 of chapter 2, Ethics of the Fathers. He would also say, it is, this is also kind of famous, It is not incumbent upon you to finish the task, but neither are you free to absolve from it. If you have learned from much Torah, you will be greatly rewarded, and your employer is trustworthy to pay you the reward of your labors and know that the re reward of the righteous is in the world to come then it says the after the afterwards again it says the afterward thing okay now here we go and i got an asterisk to, to go over here here we go rabbi elazar would say repent one day before your death. Ask his, ask his students, ask his disciples, does a man know for which day he will die? Said to he, to them. And so being the case, he should repent today, for perhaps tomorrow he will die. Hence, all of his days are passed in a state of repentance. Indeed, so said Solomon in his wisdom of Kohelet, At all your times your clothes shall be your white, and your oil should be not lack from your head. So basically in the asterisk here about the part about repenting before your death, and the students asked him, what, what does that mean? It, uh, does man know which way he should die? And he said, so basically that's all saying, 
Repent every day of your life, every day and night of your life, because you don't know when you're going to die. You could die tomorrow, so repent each and every day and each and every night, because you could die the next day or the next week. So always repent all the time. That's what I get from that anyway. And that, everyone, concludes Chapter 2 of Ethics of the Fathers and what it means to me. Pretty, We're getting into some pretty deep stuff here. This is traditionally studied during the summer. We're in the end, we're in the middle of the end of spring, and I will assure you that audio only entertainment, fun interviews, amusement, leisurely relaxation, and fun enjoyment like interviews, both in audio form and hopefully in visual video form, will be back another day, another time. But right now, I want to talk about this important topic and subject. So if anybody's listening, they want to learn and get deep. This was chapter two conclusion discussion of chapter two of ethics of the fathers. I will now conclude chapter two and go right into chapter three. There are six chapters. Thank you for listening. But and don't worry, fun entertainment like stuff of interviews and all kinds of good stuff coming in the future. With that said, this concludes chapter two. Thank you for listening, and let's 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 continue. This is it. That's all for now.